Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush. And, you know, it's Bravo Friday, and I'm joined by basically the co-host of this podcast, Allison Pivovarsky. Hi, Allison. She's she's back. She's, back. she's ready to talk. She's got a new, we have a lot she's got to a new microphone. About. She's got a new setup. Got a new headset. I do. It's just as embarrassing as the old one, but... Feeling, I'm feeling alive. You're feeling good. Yeah, you worked out. You're like, you're living your best life. Dog mom to dog yeah. mom. Can we just have a chat really sure. quick before we get into Would Bravo? My finger is okay. down my dog's throat right now. So I'm not going to choice. So did you ever struggle with Moose being like a timid boy? No. Like, was he ever scared of like, okay. Unfortunately, no. He is. <laughs> Like, I always say, and maybe I shouldn't say this publicly, like, if I were to be attacked or, like, accosted on the street, he would be (laughs) excited to meet someone. Oh. And he's the worst guard dog in the entire world. I actually had an incident a couple weeks ago when I was walking to my car in the morning. And I I won't go into the details, but it was a moment where you would like your dog to kind of, like, protect you. And instead, he started wagging his entire butt. And tried to meet the person that was following me down the block. So, um, wasn't the, it wasn't the wake up call for us? <laughs> Whoa, I know. Okay, because I, I have dirt. Also, if you you're know, listening to this, don't follow women or don't follow anyone down the block. Don't follow don't anyone. Scare people. No, it's not, it's cool. not cool. It's just, it's not, just not fucking cool. cool. No, be cool. 
Yeah. It's like, my thing is always like, why are people so fucking weird? I know. Like, I don't understand this. Like, why do you feel like, why do you, and I'm sorry, men to put you on blast. Actually, you know what? I'm not fucking sorry. Put you on blast. Yeah. I'm going to put you on blast. Like, why do they feel the need to like intentionally intimidate, intimidate? Like, yeah. it's weird. Okay, so my elevator over the weekend, we have three elevators. And one of them, I don't know why this was the only one. Brad. This is the only one that seemed to, the doors would always open at this one. And its light was out. Oh. So I was like, I was like for days just going in this elevator, completely blackout. And there was a man in the elevator one time when it opened. And I was like, I'm just going to wait for the other one. And he was just were like, I'm not riding this elevator with this man. Yeah. I was like, this is not happening. I'm not going in a dark elevator where the only light source is the, the number. (laughs) That's not happening. And he got like, like Cecil hotel. You don't need that. Thank you. He got like offended. I was like, sir, just let the doors close. Just let it close. Let it close. You know what? I enjoy riding the elevator by myself and you did him a favor. I did. I also, how weird, uh, it was pitch black in there. Like, I'm good. Like, like I couldn't even see Ruby. I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah, the door. I was, He was just like, really? I was like, oh, yes, really? Really? <laughs> really? I'm not getting in the dark elevator with you. Is Ruby timid? Oh, my God. Oh, really? Ruby? She's getting so much better. Are you sucking up all that type A in the apartment? <laughs> Ruby is like... She doesn't understand dogs who bark. She doesn't understand cars that honk. She doesn't understand the rattling of a metal street sign. Mm. That sends her into fucking panic. And immediately it's time to go. Like, she's like, we're booking it home. She's like, and it breaks my heart that this is happening. Because also at the same time, I'm like, is she associating me with things I can't control. Trauma. Yeah. Trauma. People think I'm joking when I say I Google if my dog likes me all the time. Yesterday, I Googled, is my dog scared of me? I've Googled that before. Um, and it is concerning, but I, yeah. I think that it's just a phase. I I <sighs> believe when I was, when I had a, a young one, since Moose is now 10 months, can you oh believe? Oh my God, I can't believe. I. Uh, that there was like phases that they would go through. And the first the first one was like, they're really bold. They're excited to learn the new world. But then the next phase is that they're scared of everything. So I think that's normal. And I think that, I think she'll grow out of it. I'm like, you know, this is just a lot. But also like how cute if you're going to have like a 900 pound dog that's afraid of a street sign. Oh, like I I wish I was joking. She was terrified of this like metal street sign that was just like lightly banging <laughs> against like a pole. I was like, okay. I get it though. I mean, it's like if if you don't, if you can't recognize where it's coming from, the sound, I mean, it's like us. One time I heard a sound in my apartment and I was like, I couldn't place what that sound was coming from. Mm-hmm. And thus I hand to God got a knife from my drawer Oh, well, and sorry. investigated. And I've actually told this story on TV Watch Repeat, another podcast that I host. Please tell it again. I, I thought it was coming from my closet. And so I have a knife. But the problem is, is the knives I have are the ones that I got when I first moved into my first apartment when I was like 22. Oh, so, so these are, are like, like... They're the rainbow knives. Do you know the ones, the Cuisinart, like all of them are like a, a bold color, like a Crayola crayon. 
So I have the yellow one. And if you have these knives, you know, the yellow one is a bread knife. So it has like swirls on the bottom. And I decide that's the knife I'm going to use to attack someone, which, which then I proceeded to go to my closet, open it. It was like, what was my plan? If there was someone in there, was I going to stab? You were going to slice and, them up. And that's, I was going to slice and dice. And that's the crazy thing is like, I think we really underestimate the amount of force in a stab. Like you can't just like, you know, like you're, you got to really put some strength into it. It's not Robin Hood. And so that, uh, that was like a wake up call for me where I was like, Allison, what was your mission? Like, what were you, what were you planning on doing? Right. I am, or so you then I would think are a fight or flight person. You're a fight. I think I am. I mean, I, I trained in, I don't want to brag. I trained in boxing. Oh, oh, wow. You're like a fit queen. I trained in boxing. Well, and then I, um, did one spar and straight up couldn't breathe. Like, (laughs) so like, it was, it was like me realizing like, oh, you have like no cardiovascular strength (laughs) and so like i can like spar with my like instructor my trainer but Mm -hmm. when it was like another person you had a mouth mouth garden and like the adrenaline i was like oh i almost keeled over it was a few years ago when i was when i was living in new york i went to a, a really fantastic small small business owned boxing gym and i like had a train i like met with the trainer like weekly like multiple times a week to like train I'm obsessed with this. You have so many layers. You're such an onion. Thank you. Oh my god, thank you. I'm definitely a flight type You'll person. You'll run. Oh, I'm getting the fuck out. Like if if I hear a noise, we're running down the block. But that's the the reason I can't be a flight and shout out to all of the people who are fighters. I cannot run. And I've told you the story about when I subbed for my friend's softball team, didn't I? And I I hit the ball. Huge, right? Like, oh my God, I hit the ball. I'm running yeah. to first base. Usually when you have somebody like on the sideline on your team, they're like, go, 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 go. I could tell I just wasn't moving when I was running. And I just heard someone on the sideline on my own team just say, go. <laughs> Like it was like a cartoon when like the legs are are going underneath them, but they're not actually projecting themselves forward. And Allison. that was like I because I, I don't run anymore. Like I'm a Peloton person. I don't ever see myself running unless I'm literally being chased. Okay. But so I don't run. I don't think I could run. I'm gonna be honest, I don't think I could run a mile. I do like I I, I just don't think I can. And so no. that was so mortifying for me. And then I just checked. I decided that's something I'll never do in my life again. Yeah. Wow. But that's the perk of almost being 30 is I was like, I can just, dis- I can make these decisions. Yeah. Like I don't have to do that. I don't ever have to run. Never. So let's get into why we're here. First, let's start with the Orange County premiere. Dubrow is back, baby. and Better than ever. I loved it. Better? Oh, I loved it. I loved the premiere. There were some haters, some hateration on Twitter. I I didn't look on Twitter because I don't need that in my life. It's very negative. I actually deleted the app from my phone. Makes it kind of difficult when I need to like reference a tweet though and I have to go on the web page. Yeah. And search, but so I do regret it in that sense, but I didn't okay. know that people were hating on it. What were they saying? They were just like, this is boring. It's like the standard basic hateration 
situation. I've never seen a premiere that's not boring unless they're setting up like Denise. Well, it's also like we have to think of these franchises like a little individually, right? Like you're going to get different things with different franchises. Do I think I needed a solo scene with Shannon Bedore and her daughters? Not really. No, and I'll say this. I don't think I ever need a solo scene of Shannon Bedore, period. Ever. So we see Heather Dubrow. She makes a fucking entrance. Like, I had chills. I was like... It was great. Fancy Fans is back. In, I think, the best house that, like, all of Real Housewives has ever had. Better than Villa Rosa. Is there a house that's better? I can't think of one. I really can't. Okay. I I hate I hate to quote you again and no. say not everything has to be a hot take. But I'm I'll never live that down. Okay. I want to say something really quick. The choices were made in this home. Now, do I think it was beautiful? Yes. Would I love to live there? I like I would live in the towel warming drawer. Like that is where I would live. Yeah, that's where I would be able to afford. Yeah. But like some of the choices in the decor was tough. The bedroom, her bedroom with the California King with the brown carpet. I'm like, what am I looking at right now? <laughs> I loved when um Gina was like, the bed is small. I know. And she's like, actually, it's a Californian king. I know it doesn't look small. Or I know it looks small because the room is so big. I used to follow a YouTube family, the Ace family, for those (gasps) that are doing... You didn't. I did. I don't... I haven't checked We're going to do an episode on the YouTube families because I would love love to chat. But they built a house that was also just as obscenely large for... Just for the sake of doing it. And that's what Heather's is for what it's worth. Like, this was just like... I have the money. Also, I don't mm-hmm. want to be the person to say it, but she wouldn't be able to afford that house in Beverly Hills. And, but that's the truth. That's just Tea. real. That's just real estate. And the view, the view. Yeah, when I know. Gina looked at Shannon and said, "Did your view look like this?" And Shannon was like, "No." no. <laughs> Wait, but I just want to say about the bed. You okay. can get a custom size bed to fit your room because that family that I followed on YouTube. They got one that was like large enough for like an entire suburb. So I think that like Heather might have might have skipped some corners there. Might have yeah. Okay, cheap, it was a little cheap on the bed. Yeah, but, I mean it's a beautiful house. I thought that, again, I do agree. I think that like some of the choices were a little tacky. That but chandelier was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wait, I love when she was like, "I drew the wrought iron for the, for the <laughs> okay." The no, no, no. I paused when I read when I heard okay, that. Artiste? I was like, "You drew the, the you iron? It? Like, you what do the you iron mean? Work? Yes, she's an iron worker. Wow, <laughs> get her in a union. Yeah. I mean, what I loved is when she counted yeah. the rooms and was like, "There's not that many rooms. They're all just really large." I was like, I love that about you, yeah. Heather, because it's not like Meanwhile, she has. There's a true mosaic of all the rooms behind her. Yeah, and. I do believe she has a, a wrapping paper room. Are you serious? Yeah, I watched her YouTube. Okay. Yeah, That's I believe there's, and I think it's monogrammed. So yeah, you never have to question who you got a gift from from no, the Debros. But I mean, at the same time, like I found their kitchen and like their their octagon dining table humbling and small, I did too. Like I, I thought that was nice and seeing them 
get a meal prepared by a chef. It didn't chef feel Nick. like Chef Nick. Yeah. Shout out to Chef Nick. Get him on the pod. Yeah. Uh, it didn't feel like pretentious. Like it never, it with them, it never felt like they were just showing off their wealth. Like they feel like a normal family mm-hmm. with just like lots of money. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, I love, I loved Heather and I love her again. I think that I feel safe knowing that we have this space to host events in, not to dunk on she or to dunk on Gina, but it's just, when she came down in that dress and it, it guys, I needed to be no, I live in a one bedroom apartment. So I'm yeah. not like, Oh, I'm not, I, I I'm saying this with no, no, I'm not standing on any type of pedestal here. No, I literally have a rug came, rolled up behind me and a yeah, broom. And yeah, I saw the broom. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a picture on the floor. I see it all. There's um, lots going on. But when she came down her stairs, her stairwell. It's a stairwell, mm. not a case. And she came down that stairwell directly into the kitchen. I was like, see, this is the difference between Gina and Heather. And with that said, I am excited about the Gina-Heather friendship that is going to be formed. Love. Because it's against Shannon. And that's what I love even more. And I just will preface the rest of this conversation. I hate Shannon Bedore more than I hate any other housewife. And I'm I'm prepared to to die on that hill. Wow. I find her to be the most obnoxious person television has ever had. Oh, that's, Sorry. That's saying a lot. Yeah, I actually think Shannon Bedore is more obnoxious than Kelly Dodd. <gasps> as, as a person, Kelly Dodd is a worse person. Shannon Bedore, when she screams... I, I like honestly am not exaggerating. I just or, heard it in my head. No, and I mean, I, you saw I like lost. I lost you lost me there for a second. I got like, well, I she mean, a little rattled. <laughs> I did. I did do a deep dive on Shannon and David, and I came out team David. Um, Ooh, yeah. It's, well, Bravo hates her just as much as me, so that's right? interesting. Like the edit isn't great. She's never had it. She's never had a good edit. Like show me not one, since one season, season one. No, not since her first season. Okay, so we meet Heather's kids again. They're all like grown up. Nick, I Nikki is lost eighteen. My mind when they were showing how old those kids were. <laughs> when they were showing Coco and the pigtails. But also, Coco is ten. Coco is ten, but Coco doesn't look ten. Coco, Coco looks, looks like twenty four. Yeah, Coco looks like she can. Which fight is why no I'm war. terrified of kids. Yeah. Because, like, I did... I'll tell you what I look like. Disgusting. Oh. I... I... When I was about 14, I looked nine. Yes. I looked nine until, like, honestly, freshman year of college. Well, freshman year of high school, I had still... I had baby teeth still, Allison. Yeah. It was tough being me. (laughs) I had to get them all pulled out. Okay, wait. I actually had to get my. I had to get some baby teeth pulled out to get braces too. Yes, but I was, I was walking around with no teeth. <laughs> I was literally a freshman in high school with like six teeth pulled out of my face at once. It was such a hard time. <laughs> it's like funny because I went through the same thing, but like four years prior. Yeah, you were in elementary. I was. I was in like fifth or sixth grade. I fully like. I was wearing a training bra and had no teeth. And getting like, your face. It was like so crazy. So sorry about that sidetrack. 
But I'm just saying Coco has all of her adult teeth. Oh, 100%. All the kids have all of their <laughs> They all have chompers. their adult <laughs> They have great chompers. And they are a beautiful family. And I'm going to say it. He's of age now, so I can say this to be appropriate. He's a good-looking kid, that guy. Nick. Oh, all of them are beautiful. What's his name? Nikki? Like, Nikki. Nikki. It's Nikki and what's her daughter? Max. Awesome hair. Great hair. That's oh a Dubrow hair. That's Heather hair. Hundred, certainly not Terry. <laughs> certainly not Terry, <laughs> who I've never seen so subdued. Yeah, he was subdued. I think she told him, like, this is me. Yeah, this is my you time now. with Paul Nassif? Yeah. So. Oh, God. Yeah, I just think also, I mean, he might be just getting a little tired. So, you know, and then, okay, we're at Heather DeBro's house. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We take a sharp left to Gina swerving in between the lanes with Emily. She's back on the road. Back on, back behind the wheel. And I forgot that, like, she got her license taken because I didn't watch last season. So I totally, like, wasn't aware of, oh, I wasn't fully, like, aware of this fact. So I'm like, whoa, she got her license taken away. I think it's a new Gina all around. And look, I've always felt for Gina. She looks fantastic. Her hair figured out. It, It was dark. I mean, yes, last season was difficult for many reasons. Many, many reasons. Yes. But and I know you, I know you, you know, put your foot down, and I totally understand that. I watched all of it. Um, <laughs> I did watch that, the reunions. I didn't watch it because, like, I wanted to support them. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just, unfortunately, am so loyal to OC because it just, it, it was just the first, you know, first one I got into, and and so I just needed to see the shit show, and it sure was that. And Gina, I just, I love her hair now. The hair is what haunted me the most. The uh, hair was a and, cry for help. I mean, the way it changed every confessional was all every the confessional, best. every to from Never the front it looked one get. way, from the back it, it looked was another a different way. Different color, oh, different oh, shape. It was <laughs> completely she was different. Like breaking dimensions with that hair, and she was. But now she looks fantastic, and more importantly, she just looks happy. Mm-hmm. And I think that I've I just felt for her because again, not like to condone. I do not condone drunk driving. I think it's the most selfish thing somebody could ever do. But like you could just tell how much she was struggling, and I just can tell that she's not in that headspace anymore. And that made me happy. I was just like happy to see that. Yeah, I'm gonna say something. Didn't hate seeing Emily either. I did. I wanted to lose Emily after last season. I was like, uh, cut her. We don't she need did her. block me. Um, oh, did she? Yeah. She Emily did block Simpson, me. Emily Simpson, RHOC? Yeah, I blocked. Wow. I blocked. I can keep you updated on, on what's happening. She looks great. She looks great. She, in, in what's his face? Her she loser, seems lighter. Her like, she seems husband. easier, breezier. 100%. She's funny. There's a lightness. Yeah. Like, her and Gina... At Pilates, I appreciated that. Yeah. Also, has Emily never been to Pilates before? Like, I don't think Emily just been seems to like, but it just seems like such an OC thing, like reformer. I don't know, but she's I an Ohio gal. I went to a Pilates reformer class once, and when I say I couldn't walk for seven days, I'm not exaggerating. So I, I get it. Oh, like yeah. I, I oh, tip my hat. I tip my hat to to the, the people who go to Pilates, but yeah, um, I, yeah, I actually didn't mind Emily in the in the premiere. 
she's really bringing the outfits. And when I say that, I mean the pink mini dress that she wore to With the one sleeve. When, that she wore to whatever that restaurant is that they seemingly Ooh. are only going to go to this. The so lunch with yeah. Shannon. Oh yeah, and I clocked she that dress. The new Trace Amigas, which yeah. we don't need to go down that road. I just have to like we gotta stop. We gotta stop. But I have to laugh because when Gina and Emily walked up to this host stand, and Gina's never met a hat that she didn't love. She's never met a fedora that she was like. She's Carmen San Diego. Yeah. She is Carmen San Diego. She is Gina Casita, Orange County. Emily and Gina get to the thing and they're like, yeah, we don't think her person's here yet. Like, she's definitely going to be late. Like, talking about Shannon. And then your arch nemesis walks mm-hmm. in in her white jeans. And Shannon is just riddled with this like insecurity. I know. That is so, it can be relatable at times. How could you not though? Like the show has dragged her through the mud. Mud. So of course, and I'm sure people, and for what it's worth, I don't hate Shannon because of of any of that or her storyline when it came to her struggles with her husband. I feel horrible for that, for her struggles with her body. None of that is what makes me hate her. I just find her despicable. (laughs) I just find her so hard to watch. I find her hard like, I think she would be really, really hard to be friends with because everything like revolves around how Shannon feels like yes. everything is constantly like, this is how I, this is how Shannon feels. And no one else is allowed to feel anything else. Every and reaction is enormous. Enormous. Even if it's just like, do you want salt on the rim? <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. Salt. I can't have salt. Yeah. I'll get that. <laughs> Yeah. It's just like, Gina, shut the fuck up. And I think like Emily, like Emily was just like, oh, Shannon and her hot white jeans or whatever. And Shannon was like, what about my jeans? I was like, oh my God. And then she like, it took her 75 hours to walk out of the restaurant while they smacked her ass. They were wasted. Oh, Oh, Gina, Gina looks like Paige did on Winter House. Like she could not. Thousand yard stare. Thousand, yes. Thousand yard stares could not see like a hand in front of her i mean but they're that's all they do on the yeah sh- like these they women. were like we're gonna go get lit at a different restaurant and that they did and then shannon didn't pay her bill she how the wallet mortifying Where no no, no. Wallet? this is so embarrassing to have heather debro have to, to have pay heather your bill and the way she said it she was like i paid the bill oh yeah she was like i got it i was like I oh was I was so embarrassed for her, but so that is the story of my life when it comes to Shannon. So I'm just constantly embarrassed. Oh, for Shannon. Shannon was also very hungover at that lunch. I've never seen somebody more hungover. <laughs> I mean, she definitely excused herself for the bathroom and then threw threw up. 100%. And well, let's hope she made it. And I'm not going to judge. I've been there. Oh, 100 percent. I so yeah. have I. But I'm also not 50 with three daughters. Um, and being filmed on a reality show. That is very true. You make because, solid points. Because like, I actually, the, I don't even care about the age thing because I hope when I'm 50, I'm getting blackout. But um, but that's the thing is like, if I were on a reality show, could not, you literally couldn't pay me to show up to that brunch with Heather right. and be a hot mess. Yeah, I mean, mortifying. And then this Nicole James. We got to oh, talk is, about, we haven't really even gotten I'm obsessed with her. So I thought she was a full-time. She's so porny. You know what I mean? 
Like she is so porny, but in like the most Orange County way. And I'm obsessed with her. I'm like, really obsessed with her. Um, like, did you notice the amount of like Ariana Grande hairstyles? Oh, oh you mean Terry DeBro's favorite hairstyle? <laughs> Yes. When Heather said, Terry loves my hair this way. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. You keep wearing this fucking half pony all the live long but day. Everyone was wearing the half pony. And I'm, Emily wore it. Um, Nicole, Nicole wore it on their Shannon. On the hottest day of the year. On the hottest day of the year. I know. Uh, okay. I didn't so see one need to sweat. But okay. what are your first uh, impressions of Nicole? So again, I thought that she was a full-time housewife. So because she just seems like she's going to be so embedded in this story, but it doesn't seem like that. I'm very confused because it comes out that Nicole sued Terry for a alleged botched boob job. Mm -hmm. And she's like hanging out with Heather, but like doesn't bring it up. And that is insane. (laughs) Insane. Like, like, like understand, like that's like in a, one of those movies where you find out at the end that like the main character has actually just been imagining all of the characters because they <laughs> killed them all like yeah. seven years prior and they just got out of like a hospital. Yeah, that's what I felt like we were watching. I'm like, you've known Heather for eight years, and yeah. never once were you like, I sued your husband. Does Terry know? Like, wouldn't he be like, oh, yeah, that name sounds familiar. Well, her name is different now. I know. The name it's not thing. Nicole Weiss anymore. It's Nicole James. James. Now, that brings us to Sweet James and Noella. Oh, I really like Noella. Okay. Because I can tell that she's going to be a firecracker. <laughs> the thing about Noella is she's really wanted to be on the show. I can tell. She's really wanted to be on the show. She first befriended Vicky Gumbelson, and then she befriended Bronwyn, and then Wrong obviously Avenue to go. Then literally took Bronwyn's orange from her. She literally did. Literally what's snatched. There, what's it. the falling out between the two of them? Is there one? It's just that she nope. got on the show and Bronwyn got fired. Yeah. Okay. And she was like, well, "What the fuck?" You know, I think what's something we need to really release ourselves of as housewives is you having a. Red room, a Fifty Shades room doesn't make you interesting. No. Like that's got us. We got to stop pretending like that's a personality trait. Carlton did it many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Sure. There were many other housewives but that, that done was it like her. legit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Carlton's was. Yeah. Like, Bronwyn's showed, wasn't. Bronwyn has come no, out. Well, Bronwyn's was an apartment. Yeah. That she bought for the show. And then they showed Noella's, and I'll be honest, it looked like the room Harry Potter sleeps in in the beginning of the movies. It's like under the staircase. It was the tiny room. It was the size of the bed. Yeah, there was just the bed. It really was like a tale of two beds in the first episode. It was like one was too small and one was too big for the space. Yes. But I was like, I couldn't help. I know this isn't the point of her telling us it, but I got so distracted by the size of the bed. And I'm sorry to spend time on it, but like, how did they get on in onto it? They would have to get onto it from the foot of the bed, yeah. which is like because they can't get onto it from the sides of the bed. And so, like, I just am picturing like here they are thinking they're like having their sexy time, but it's like they can't even get onto yeah, the bed. They gotta crawl. They have to crawl. They gotta crawl I, unless they don't. 
Listen, I don't know the inner workings of Sweet well, James and Noella. Well, they're not using it anymore because yeah, they're, they're not together. Right. Which I'm excited to see that falling out as well. That happened. It's happening soon, too, because oh, it's coming they quick. started filming, um, what, like the first week of July? And she they filed for separation uh, the first week of August. Yeah. It's coming for her but, quick. So listening to her talk about how sweet her husband is and everything, I'm like, mm, Okay. I also just can't imagine professionally, you know what, from now on, I'd like to go by Snarky Allison. That's just what, put it on my billboard. Yeah. Sassy Allison. Like, just like, can you imagine professionally going by Sweet James? It sounds like a barbecue sauce. I'm sick over it. Like, I don't think we spend enough time on it, honestly, to just discuss why he's called that Sweet James. And he's an ambulance chaser. I looked him up. I I mean, he says he's, you know, awarded a ton of victims uh, money for lawsuits and stuff. More than Tom Girardi. Wow. Just saying. Wow. But, I mean, both are now facing questions. And I, I, so from my understanding, according to a TMZ report, he allegedly owes the IRS in the state of California almost $6 million dollars. And I think back taxes, if I understood it correctly, I would assume if it's the IRS. But that is, uh, that's not great. But that's a hefty. That's a hefty sum. That's, yeah. I mean, I, it's more than I would say probably multiple houses on the OC. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, you know, okay. Do you think Shannon should just tell Heather? Okay. A hundred percent, because what she's doing is she's talking about it to everyone mm-hmm. and not talking to Heather about it. That's so shady. And she's she's just not good at it. Yeah. The worst part is like she's telling Heather, like asking her questions about this Nicole girl. And then Heather's like, yeah, this is the girl that you knew. What about it? And she's like, like gave her opportunity to just be like, listen, this is kind of like what I remember. But instead right. she was like, oh, yeah, she dated Crit, Crit, Kid Rock. I was like, oh. It's so weird. I, I I don't understand what Shannon's motives are. I think she's just, she's clinging on to life right now. Oh, she's struggling. But before we segue, I can't wait to see how this party goes down because Heather, day one back, is already kicking people out of her home. Already telling cameras Which to shut off. Which is what she does off. best. Oh, God. The I just love it. The poetry of Heather saying, you need to leave now. Which is what she did season one. Oh, I remember. Oh, speaking of hair that looked horrible. And I'm again, yeah. I'm sorry to Shannon at that Oh, party. the pony. It was insane. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com. Okay, so we have the car payment, the rent, utilities, and the repair bill. <sighs> what should we do? I know. I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, get an instant decision, and if approved, we could have the money in our account as soon as the same business day. When you need money fast, be the hero. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need now. 
The exact timing as to when your loan funds will be available will be determined by your banking institution. You know what? This is a great segue into checking in on Ultimate Girls Trip. Let's do it. Let's let's dip our toes. Kyle rocked a Shannon Bedora pony in her confessional, and I can't stop thinking about it. She wore a yellow satin fucking blouse with black leather pants and, a, and an Ariana Grande pony mm-hmm. with crimped hair. And I'm sick over it. Like, but you liked it. No, I hated it. Okay. I couldn't tell. I, I feel like hated you would it. also say you were sick over it because you loved it. So. Right. I would. But this I hated. I was like, this is maybe the worst confessional look I've seen in a long time. Yeah. She has done that pony before. Though, I mean, overall, we just need to retire it. Like, the for some reason, the women on all all cities keep doing it and it doesn't look good on them like have you ever oh i 100% i have i've done it like within the last week but i'm also <laughs> i'm sorry i'm in like 29 but yeah no i've done the pony i've done the half up half down i i've done it before right we're in 2021 we're in 2021 and it's just like i so i have a theory i'm thinking the women are doing this because it helps pull their skin tighter i stand by that it's like an instant facelift. Instant. And so I, you know. But not everyone can rock like a tight high pony like a Melissa Gorga. Uh, very few can. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kyle, she attempted. <sighs> Allison. Allison. We have to talk about our, our tree. Oh, let's talk about her. Let's talk about our tree just cooking up some chicken parm. She tried so hard. And we called it. We knew that she was going to have that type of... That was going to be her thing. I was like, I can't picture her doing anything else. Like, Nothing. this is her thing. She's going to make the meatballs. She's going to make the pasta and the chicken and the salads and the burrata and the, sure. all of that. And she I did. mean, it was fucking... It was Buca de Beppo. It was Dorit's... Capri room. Buca de Beppo wishes. Yeah. This was Spumoni Gardens. This was good. This was like, this was, I mean, this was, and then who fucking ruins it? Ramona Mazur singer. Oh, wait, what's her middle name? Mazur. Is that for real? It was her maiden name, yeah. Oh, okay, maiden name. I thought that was her given, her middle name. Wouldn't Um, be, it wouldn't shock me. No. And I also thought you were saying Misery, which in which I was like, that checks out too. Ramona Misery singer. (laughs) Um, I, I have a theory. I think that the producers knew, like, we got to get Ramona off. I mean, at one point last season, was it? She said the words, should I apologize for being white? And so like, and I, I think that it was the moment like everybody, including the network was like, Ooh, we gotta get, we gotta, we gotta kick her off. Yes. But the way I think they decided to do it was let's make her so irredeemable mm-hmm. by putting her on girls trip and giving her access to tequila and let her quite literally sink her own ship. Um, and we saw that. And when she drifted off on that little dinghy after the boat ride from hell 2.0, she probably wishes she went down on that first boat ride from hell. She probably does because... But then she has no self-awareness. So, of course, she doesn't. She is just a bad person. She's a bad like, person. She's just not a good person. And I'm looking a little sideways at Miss Kyle Richards for finding... Like, for, like giving for, her sympathy. Yeah. Like, why are we giving her sympathy? And I was frustrated, too, a little bit with Melissa because 
the language that she was using when talking to Kenya, telling her that she's strong and that she's domineering. I was like, I don't love that. It's like these microaggressions that like, I still can't comprehend how like people aren't, they can't understand it. No, And and like Ramona had been coming after Kenya since the very beginning. And not only just Kenya, but Kenya was witnessing Ramona's treating everyone terribly and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why are you this mean? Like, why are you a bad person? Like, why are you this way? And then Ramona says, fuck you to to Kenya Moore. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think that the way Ramona said fuck you was like, she meant it playfully. It didn't come off like that, though. No. And as we saw on the plane ride over, when Ramona called Kenya a bitch, it also wasn't well received because here's the thing is like, she does not know you. And unless you have a certain rapport with someone, like... I don't even say like, oh my God, like I even feel bad if like I say to one of my best friends, like, oh, fuck you. Cause I'm like, oh God, that sounded like so aggressive. But that's the thing is like, first of all, Verona's A, not saying it like that. And B, she doesn't even, she doesn't have that history with Kenya. No. And And the history she does have isn't good. No, she's been calling her Portia. Yeah. Like it's just, she's just a shitty fucking person. And Kenya snapped and like knocked the drink out of her hand and then stormed away. Mm-hmm. And then I liked that the women were like rallying around Kenya because I think a lot like, of times they should. Yeah. Like a lot of times Ramona gets such a pass. And like the fact Ramona was like, I don't even know who I'm apologizing to. Kyle was like, You're apologizing to Luann and Kenya. What are you talking about right now? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Luann's like, now you guys see what I've been going through. I'm like, <laughs> we've seen it. We've been watching the show, Luann. Yeah. <laughs> we know. Also, a friend of the pod page is like a huge, huge, huge like mobster fan. And I was talking to her about how I love the friendship that's blossoming between Teresa and Kenya. Like, mm-hmm. there's like a deep, deep like admiration for one another there. Like when Teresa was giving the speech to Kenya at the table and said that she's like a bull. My friend was like, that is the highest compliment in like mafia speak. Wow. And I was like, I mean, wait, is it? And she was like, yeah. So the fact Teresa, who's Italian, like it's part of that like world. She likes to quote a lot of like horses head in the bed type stuff. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure the do. fact that she used that terminology with Kenya was like, that is like the highest honor you could ever get. And I was like, I love that. I think like you said, like there's a mutual respect. I think what's interesting, and correct me if, if you disagree, like I think people talk to Teresa like she's an idiot yes. so often. And something I pick up on when it comes to her relationship with Kenya is Kenya talks to her like a woman, uh, just a peer. And I think that that goes so far with with Teresa, like even Melissa talks to Teresa like she's talking to a kindergartner and I mean look sometimes Teresa like the thing she says is you're like oh 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 like you you maybe are like speaking like a kindergartner yeah I love Teresa love tree huggers yeah we're tree huggers but I do think like for Teresa I I I I have I have a friend who like sometimes it was so she kind of reminds me of Teresa she's very like 
reactive. When she gets flustered, their words just come out in, in on their own. Like they're not even like part of a sentence. And I found that the best way to, to communicate with her and have a relationship with her was to not like get frustrated with her or ever like talk down to her. You just talk to her with respect. And then it calmed her and it allowed her to actually forge a relationship. And I think that that is what's happening with with Kenya and Teresa because, and I'm happy to see that. I actually started to feel bad for Teresa, the way people kind of deal with her. Yeah, myself included. Oh, I, and I've been incredibly critical of her before too. So like, I'm part of the problem. Yeah. But I, I love these two together. And I, I agree. do. I think that Teresa saying the bull thing was was her describing how much she actually respects Kenya. And I mean, I respect Kenya too. And I got to say, I like that Teresa really, really wants Lou to stick up for herself. I thought that that was like a really good moment where I know Lou was like kind of upset about it in the moment where she was like, wait, I'm not a pushover, but it's like she is with, with Ramona. Well, and was Teresa was like, I'm thought of the card game that, uh, that Kenya brought out when it was oh, like, I wanted the, to keep going. I want, I, I have to be honest. I love these games. And I know Kyle doesn't. I love shady games. No, Kyle's uncomfortable. Yeah. But I love the shady games. I actually think if Bravo was smart, and I shouldn't shouldn't even be giving them this idea, put them out on bravotv.com slash shop or whatever the hell your website is, because I would buy that game. I would buy that game with and play it with my friends. And we would have to say who's, who is like that or what housewife said it or whatever. Yeah. They should be they should be marketing this. They should be merchandising it. Look, I'm a shark, and I want to make a deal. <laughs> yeah, let's make a deal. But but I just think that like when when Luann and Ramona went in again. If I never hear Tom Diagostino's name again, oh I'll my still have heard god, it too much in my life. But she is pushover, and and Ramona doesn't know how to just like let go and apologize no. and just shut up. I mean, we know Ramona doesn't know how to apologize. That's for sure. But and I just. Don't think I've ever seen Ramona really this drunk before. She topped off her tequila with wine. <laughs> Wait, what was happening with the makeup artist? Okay, like, I was so confused about this. So she didn't want to pay until she had a full invoice. Yeah. And Cynthia was like, that's just not what you do. Like, you pay them because even though you decided, like, past the point of the appointment that you weren't doing this. It's like, they still showed up. Like you can't not pay. Like that's what she was trying to say. Like Cynthia was like, listen, like you're just shitty. Like it's just a shitty thing to do. And even Teresa was like, what the fuck? Like, this is why I think that producers are letting Ramona sink her own ship. And that way they can just be like, look, this is your swan song. And it is like, I saw uh, Louis, Louis Peitzman. Oh yeah. Recapped the the boat ride from hell 2.0 episode for Vulture and he was like and this swan song is like not even as great as the swans outside of Villa Rosa. I'm paraphrasing what he said, but like these are like these are some weak ass swans and this is yeah. a painful way to watch somebody go down, but like I think that the producers very well know what they're doing here. I think they are just like let's let her do this and yeah, then we like, don't let's have to let her rip. Yeah, they were just like, we're gonna really just let her do what she does. And 
But it is I, what it, it is. It is kind of crazy because usually she isn't like she's like Dorinda drunk. Yeah, and that's what's interesting is like she is usually the she's one that like, cries when people are. She's like that. lashing out a lot. Like she's just very angry. She's very nasty. Like she's just kind of a nasty lady. I, I, I'm, I was really kind of taken aback by it. I was too. But at the same time, I was like happy because I was like, yes, let this show and then never come back. Yeah. (laughs) I, I I can't imagine her coming back now. Especially now with all of the like allegations that have come out recently with Ebony and another person that works for Bravo. A crew member. A crew member. Yeah. Has come out and said that Ramona has said racist things to them and about them and like what are we doing about it right and i think again i just think that like they want her to just like do everything she can so it's just easier for them to cut the cord and i'm fine with that i i think that we'll all be better for it but other than that i mean guess what still loving girls trip sad still it's loving. almost over devastated i need i need the second one like up and adam like i need it I, I need when are it now. we getting that? What's your intel? What do you know? I know nothing. I but I do think it's coming in February, February okay. or March. Okay, I can wait. I can wait till then. Yeah. Also, it's going to be a very different show. It's going to be a very different show. Oh yeah, we talked about that. It will yeah. be different, and I can't wait. I mean, but it <laughs> won't be different from Ramona drinking wine tequila. That's oh. what this whole. That's what the whole season will be. Yeah. So bad. I. Love Girls Trip, though. What a blessing. And I'm also what I a blessing. Say, excited for Real Housewives of the North Pole next week. Oh, with Kyle Richards? Yeah. I have to say, she's booked and busy. She's busier than ever, this woman. She is booked and busy. And you know what? I'm thrilled for her. I just love that, like, our housewives can't achieve more than, like, this level of fame when it comes to their acting. Yes. And I just much just they're grasping at straws and but at the same time like they're bringing in a paycheck so who am i oh, they're hustling i'm gonna watch real housewives of the north pole in my christmas jammies i've heard rumors about what these women make for all stars and i'm shook oh what rumor like what's can you give me a number for seven days they're making about half a mil shut up that's what i heard you know it's what, what i heard it's all alleged i'm the clown it's reported but because there's no crime involved but (laughs) alleged yeah here i am like oh look at your cool new peacock show and then i'm yeah oh before we go i want to touch base with you really quickly on miami did you see the trailer i saw the trailer were you a miami girl before i was i um i didn't watch all of them but i'm pretty well versed yeah Alexia yeah. is my everything, my queen. I live and breathe. I am not surprised to hear that from you. Alexia? Yeah. The blonde? No, I mean, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I love like her. It, it aligns with what I, I didn't know, but like I'm hearing it. I'm like, yes, of course. The one that was like in the cartel documentary on Netflix. Yeah. Love her so much. She is riddled with tragedy. I know. Riddled. Her mother died on her wedding day. No. Yeah, and they film it. <gasps> yeah, it's tough. Yeah. On on the show? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, there's other How things. How did her mom die, I might ask? I don't remember. I don't <gasps> know the cause of death, but yeah, it's 
tough. So um, yeah, very tough. She, my friend, my friend, Matthew said she's the Eileen Davidson of Miami, just riddled with tragedy. And I was like, that's a tough thing to hear, but it's better clothes though. Oh, better clothes, more money. Actually, I don't know about the more money. I feel like Eileen Davidson makes a pretty penny. Um, Uh, She is doing just fine. Yeah, I think she's just fine. I don't know what I'm talking about. She's working like eight hour days. You're right. Monday through Friday. She's fine. Yeah, she's she's good. But then, so with Miami, like, I remember watching it. I mean, I watched every season, but it was never when I revisited or, like, thought about because after it was canceled, I was like, oh, whatever. It's never going to come back. Like, why do I care? And now I want to rewatch again. Yeah, I would be interested in rewatching it, too, just to refresh. Honestly, my love for Scuddy Piffin (laughs) runs so deep. What? You don't know about this? No. Scotty Pippen? I mean, I know who Scotty Pippen is. Oh, Allison. But I'm not sure how it relates to you. I'm his number one fan. Why? I love him. Why? I love him. I no Tippin Pippen? Why? I find him attractive. But why? Okay. Is it that? Is it his game? It's his all of it. Athleticism? I watched The Last Dance and suddenly I was like enamored and I became obsessed with him. And I watched his Architectural Digest tour on YouTube multiple times. Multiple times. So how do you feel about Larsa? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I am... Or Kim Kardashian is they accuse Oh my God. That was so good. I am so glad Larsa is no longer friends with the Kardashians because I feel like she will give us some juicy ass tea. Me too. But of course, in my heart of hearts, I'm a little disappointed because she is saying like, her and Scotty, like they are still married. It's a strange, it's very complicated in my head. I'm like, he's mine, not yours. And you know, that's just what I have to do. When does it premiere? Oh my God. I don't remember, but it's coming. December 16th. Oh God. Okay. That's well, that's, soon. Yeah. That's a very soon. It's like two weeks. Um, I read somewhere today that Andy Cohen said that uh, someone asked like why Adriana or Adriana isn't a full-time housewife because like she's so iconic, like, and she's in the trailer a lot. Surprising. And he was like, we had so many housewives for this, but she'll be in every episode. So it will feel like she's a full-timer. I'm like, okay, then I'm fine with that. Yeah, but she's not getting paid the same then. You don't think? No. You know, I don't think the budgets. Do you, how do you think the budget is for Miami? I feel well, like it might be a little high, actually. But I think friends, friend of is not. Oh, technically. Like not yeah, you're right. I know they're not getting paid the same amount. You are correct. Now, speaking of friends of... Kathy Hilton is allegedly asking for $2 million. To be a friend of? Yes. Give it to her. No. Give it to her. Allison. Give it to her. This is insane. What a greedy little mongrel. Like, and I love Kathy Hilton. But $2 million? She's saying $2 million. She'll settle at one. I don't even think Kyle makes that. No, Erica was making, I think, like, a little north of five hundred. Yeah, like... Oh, yeah. To Sorry. <laughs> Stop saying that. You know I'll, I'll give you guys this advice. You can... Well, I'm trying to think of actually who you can cut. We can trim... Cut Ramona, and you okay. suddenly have your salary. For Kathy for, Hilton? Yeah, I mean, I don't think Ramona's making that much, but, like, I'm sure it'll help. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't... I mean, look, you say you say no, that's inappropriate. I don't. And also, I sh- again, shoot for the stars. And you'll land somewhere in the class. She, she'll, she'll get like 
seven fifty. I guarantee it. And for as a friend of, that's obscene. Yeah, but give it to her. Give it, but give it to her. All right, Allison. This was so much fun. Uh, thank you for coming on. As always, where can everyone find you? Listen to you. Do everything. You can listen to me on Pop Chaser, which is a daily pop culture podcast on Tuesday through Friday. And TV Watcher Pete, which comes out on Mondays, where Kate Ward, the CEO of The Dip, and I revisit the most iconic TV pilots of all time. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Piwo. I'm also at Allison Piwo on Instagram. That's P-I-W-O. And yeah, if you enjoyed that 15 minutes of dog talk, the dog pod... At the beginning, you can follow my dog on Instagram at moose.the.wheaton. And that's about it. Don't follow me on the street. Yeah, you can follow me online, not on the street. Yes, that's the only place you cannot follow me. That should be the slogan for the tip. Yeah. Follow me online, not on the street. street. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Of course, you know, listen to Allison's podcast, Pop Chaser, TV Watch Repeat. There's amazing podcasts brought to you by The Dip. Um, over on our network. And then of course, use code HOTM for 20% off at thedip.com. And I will see you guys around on the gram. Bye. Big tobacco cigarette butts filter practically nothing and are made of microplastics that are toxic and cunning. More than 15,000 fibers lurk in every cigarette butt you see. Could they harm your families? Quite possibly. They could end up inside of you, your bodies, their prey. New studies even indicate possible links to mutations in DNA. An evil lie with the future's worth of harm. To the world, now you know. So sound the alarm. Learn more at undo.org. Buy one, get one half off traditional Wing Tuesdays at Buffalo Wild Wings? Wing Tuesdays is the best day of my life, every Tuesday. What about graduating valedictorian or the first day of your new job? I mean, those are all great, but they just weren't on a Wing Tuesday. Buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday, only at Buffalo Wild Wings. To the greatest of all times. Buy one, get one of equal value, 50% off traditional wings on Tuesdays at participating locations. Not valid with other offers. Size exclusions may apply, while supplies last. Limit one, delivery and takeout available at participating locations through Buffalo Wild Wings app or website. Fees, including service fees, may apply.